That's the Red Bull. There we go. Mm. Speaking of which, happy Homestuck Day. Happy Homestuck. Well, okay, what does that mean? Because I've been seeing that like pop up a bit. Okay, so April 13 is a big deal in the comic. Because I think that's the, like, the first... That was the day when the first fucking strip came out of Homestuck. And, like, ever since then, the, the numbers 413 have been fucking uh, popping up all over the comic. It's goddamn insane. But it, 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 it's basically just, hey, this is the funny Homestuck number. The inside joke. It's like the Pixar thing where... I, yeah, it's basically like that. The same fucking deal. I, I yeah. always get get messed up, and, and that is despite having had to deal with this for like over like two decades now. Being that you guys have the num number of the month first, and then a day, and then everyone else who are not fucking insane people have. Day, month, year, so it keeps escalating. Listen, like there's a very good, reasonable, logical explanation for all of this, and that's uh -huh. and it's America's fucking stupid. Ah, uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know the actual reason. There's probably some weird historical lore. Maybe someone in chat can fill us in. But I'm gonna be honest. I can't be too arse to find out. But yeah, uh, welcome to the podcast, everybody. How are y'all doing today? How are you doing? Uh, we missed last week because I was in Copenhagen. What were you doing, Cloudy? Uh, I think I was like uh, I was like comatose, but mostly because like uh, we had the season finale of the uh, D and of the D and D thing I do every Saturday, and. Mm. I, I cannot stress enough how much work I had to help the DM prepare for that session. Because, one, if, if you're ever in a group, uh, don't put everything on your DM. Like, help them out. Help help iron out plot holes. Help make cool story hooks. You can, you can do a lot of improv on the table, but, like, don't be a dick and expect them to do everything. That is just mm. common courtesy. But, like... My god, we had like a fucking seven hour session. We had to start earlier. My DM was also like fit making the game in the middle of trying to fucking move because they were being kicked out. Because apparently this is a thing in the UK where you can, you're only given like two months notice before you're homeless and you're by your landlord at any fucking time. I don't know. Uh, like, uh, Wench, can you please fill us in on why UK is like this? But apparently, like, uh, they're, they're like the their their land their land lawyer landowner basically told them, "Hey, you have two months to vacate the premises because I'm going to sell the house. Here's your notice. Here's a here's a paperwork. Two months or get the fuck out." And I'm like, "Oh Jesus Christ!" So my friend, thankfully, they were able to find a house. They just in time. It was a fucking it was a fucking slog to get to it. However, um, uh, while that was going on, I was helping them like basically prepare for this huge session because we've been building up to this since like October. Uh, Str faa mace strength faith. Oh, okay, strength faith. 
Maester Rule says that the coked up Muppet boars can make shit up on the Queen and just go, yeah, whatever, Corgi go wee. <laughs> yeah, I can believe that. Corgi go wee. Yeah, that sounds about right. That sounds about right. Yep. But yeah, fucking. So basically, uh, my, my, my DM is a fucking trooper because she like made a bunch of new sprites for all the NPCs we're only going to see for that one session. I think she made like 22 new sprites for that one fucking session. Okay, that's uh, going above and found, beyond. We fucking had we fucking had maps. We fucking had like the longest and hardest boss battle. I almost died. That was hype. <laughs> uh which which all which is also fucking hilarious cuz I'm the cleric. So Ooh. Oh. Healer died. <laughs> Healer down. Healer down. Fuck. Uh, but it was a fantastic session. It was great. Um, I got like we even had a whole. Uh, I think like I mentioned this months ago, but like the the entire session like was surrounding this fucking trial ass bullshit, and I got to and I got to like uh, live out my fantasy of being Phoenix Wright. I prepared a whole ass fucking case to like just. I, I like I I like thought to like um, there was this thing where like I I wanted to help self set up for the trial, but I didn't want to script it. So I just went through an entire all the lore we went through in the game, every single plot detail, every single like contradiction, and I made a whole fucking case to defend our death god lawyer guy because he was about to have the title stripped, and if that happens. Bad shit was gonna happen. Basically, not only end of campaign, end of setting. If we failed mm. this, and we and when I pulled it off, and I got to say objection, I got to do the sound effect. It was fucking, uh it was it was wonderful. But uh, yeah, a lot of a lot of work, and I was com- I was preparing for that, and when I wasn't preparing for that, I was probably asleep because I stayed up way too long helping this person. That, that that sounds like a hell of a way to spend the week. <laughs> oh yeah, and it's great. Um, I'm just so happy. Also, uh, I mean, it, 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 I don't really advertise my D and D so much, but like, uh, this is like the first week, and I think in like, I want to say like a year where we're skipping the game and just having like a Q and A session. So if there's any new people who want to jump into our stream and watch it, Ooh. you can you can like ask questions. We're gonna have like a whole campaign recap this Saturday, and then like a Q and A session after that. So that's gonna be fun. Last time on Dungeons and Dragons. Dragons, <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, D and D basically like engulfed me for that month and for that like week and like two months in general because. I've had to pull double duty as player and co-DM while my DM was, like, trying not to freak out, not trying to be homeless. A jahiz. <laughs> jahiz. <laughs> yeah, that's that's like, are they good now? Oh, yeah, they're good now. They moved in. They just installed the Wi-Fi yesterday. So Wi-Fi. we can talk to the Wi-Fi. <laughs> the Wi-Fi. Is it? Sorry, that 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 came out like instinctually because we call it the Weefy <laughs> for no fucking reason. <laughs> but um, yeah, Weefy set up. Uh, yeah, I've I've been trying to do things. Um, a lot of like uh announcements this week, I guess, and like the, I, I guess like while we're here, I just want to get to 
out of fucking nowhere, they dropped like the trailer for Kingdom Hearts Four, and I'm like. Not- it's not exactly out of nowhere. It's like, what is it, the 25-year anniversary or something? Yeah, but I'm like, I wasn't expecting anything, to be honest with you. Mm, like, right. I was expecting more, like, uh, we were, uh, actually, there was a um, another announced, like, a special date earlier this year. Uh, where they were gonna, they, we were, they were supposed to announce something big and they never did. And they never mm. announced that we were gonna reschedule. And then they suddenly drop. Oh yeah, we have. We're gonna. We're gonna finally finish off the mobile game. We're having a new mobile game, and then we have fucking Kingdom Hearts four out of fucking nowhere. And this has thrown me down the Nomura rabbit hole. And I've just learned some things about him where I'm just like, you know, that explains all the awful that's been going on. Uh-huh. But I uh-huh. also respect it. I'm curious to hear what what that is. Uh, okay. So, long story short, and I guess it probably should have been obvious as Kingdom Hearts 3, but Nomura's not over the fact they cancelled uh, Final Fantasy thirteen Versus. Oh, like, at really? all. Yeah. So, uh, I didn't really know this about Final Fantasy fifteen. Yeah, he, like, laid the groundwork for it, but, like, he stepped down and let someone else take over for, like, the writing and story and shit. And he's yeah. really not happy about it. So now, uh, apparently he really wanted to dictate the direction it was going. There is there is that infamous uh, quote that he went and watched Les Miserables once, and then came came back, kicked the door into the office, and screamed that now Final Fantasy Fifteen was going to be a musical, and everyone was like, "No, Nomura, that is stupid." <laughs> Well, I heard. Well, I heard that. I think that would have been fucking hilarious. Well, Although, made the I, game fun to play. Probably, yeah. He was onto something. Although he probably would have had like the Atlantica levels, like in Kingdom Hearts Two, where it was like the musical quick time events. I fucking, fucking hated that. I hated that too. So it's like it, it could have been worse. Like. <laughs> Like the, the 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 thing about it is like it, it is a step up from from the Atlantis world in Kingdom Hearts One because that was atrocious, yeah. And, and and so now it's like just like get get fucking through it. But the the thing that annoys me the most is that they don't hold a rhythm while they're no, singing, no. which is the entire thing, and they don't rhyme either. Oh yeah, it was. I mean, they kind of rhyme in English. I feel like in Japanese, it's probably where they put the best right, but, like, I can't imagine. Yeah. Oh, no. Awful. Bad awful. Terrible. But the 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 point I wanted to bring is, like, Nomura, for as, like, uh, like a fucking crackhead that he is when it comes to, like, inspiration shit, he does a thing where he's, like, he will literally do whatever the fuck because it holds his attention for that day. And there's some kind of passion in that, like, I can admire. Yeah. It can fail completely and utterly. Don't get me wrong. But I'm just like, I, I can still admire the tenacity. But the thing that I'm, I, I want to say that, like, I really got impressed is that there's a lot of, like, spite. Like, pure, like, maybe spite's not the right word, but it's more like, you canceled my game. Fuck you. I'll just make it in my other games. Yeah, it, it's very much like you can't stop me. Oh yeah. 
like he's always had a thing about like uh he's always had this thing about fucking uh, with like dreams and sleep and like the themat and the weird nonsensical thematicity of it all but thematicity is probably not even a word but i don't give a shit um but like it is he he puts that in like all the fucking games he's been working on uh it's really prevalent especially since like kingdom hearts 3 because the whole verum rex shit is basically just shot for shot what he wanted for uh final fantasy versus so that's cool uh, the fucking trailer for Kingdom Hearts 4 is just another shot-for-shot shot remake of what he wanted Final Fantasy Versus to be. There's like a it scene even where, like, It even has the fucking the part where he's running up a building and it's like, oh, he, that was a shot from the uh, 13 Versus trailer as well. Oh yeah, and I'm like, oh, man literally just said, fuck you, you can't stop me, I'll make it myself. Yeah. <laughs> Which... Again, it's... I don't know about the goddamn implications of this, but I can believe that he will make games just to suit his own whims, just to try to tie things together. I found out that the whole reason, like, Kingdom Hearts 2.8 was fucking made was just to, like, show why Mickey was shirtless in the first fucking game, but is never shirtless ever again. It's dumb, but I can... Appreciate yeah, it. yeah, you know, I, 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 I can, I can believe it. It, like, if anything, uh, Kingdom Hearts feels like Nomura fan fiction, like oh, yeah. f- fan fiction written by Nomura that is begging to be taken seriously. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, like, it, it does very much seem like Nomura is the type of person who will make whatever to indulge his own, like, creative interests which you cannot hate the guy for oh yeah like again we can talk about like why why his adventures are like on the technical level and on the right artistic writing level complete abject failures Hmm. till the cows come home but i can still like admire the fact he did it in the first place because that's because more on the virtue because like that's something we all want to do if even if he wants to do his own fucking wish fulfillment bullshit he still gets to and there are still people willing to pay him customers and fucking executives alike he still has a goddamn job so he's doing something right yeah yeah so i'm like i can't hate the guy i'm impressed and um again i I wanted to like go into this whole tangent about like strangers of paradise because he's he does a lot of nomura things with Final Fantasy Thirteen Verses in that, I'm not gonna bring it up because I don't want to spoil. But I'm just like, I I I can't help but respect him for doing it. It's at at the detriment of the story, but I can't help but respect that. You 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 gotta respect the tenacity of someone who will do something that is like absolutely horrible, but he's doing it because he wants to. I don't know. If he knows that it's horrible, but you can still like it, it's it's similar to fucking Faithful Hearts, the funny enough Kingdom Hearts copy comic that I covered, where it's like fuck you, I'm doing this for me. <laughs> <laughs> Which honestly, yeah, 
I wish I had that fucking energy. That's that's some like king shit right there. Good or bad or not, it's still his. I think like then, uh, there were there was like a. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Uh, I was just about to say. Then yeah, yeah. That that is king shit. And then you can then go. But what is the reverse of king shit is how he constantly does false marketing for, like lately, like the last. Five games or so that he uh, he's he's worked on. He has had false advertising in. Oh yeah, dev cycles are a thing. Like yeah. Kingdom Hearts three, I kind of understood because like apparently, like Versus thirteen was supposed to be this whole like the the fact that it got canceled actually shit the bed for a lot of his projects down the line. On top of, like, the whole engine change from, like, uh, what they were using before to Unity now. Like, it's just... And then, like, the Final Fantasy XV trailer, where they showed something, and then they just completely shifted their vision. Like, okay, fuck it, scrap it, I don't want it anymore. And I'm like... Hmm. Hmm. Just, uh... Long development cycles are bad. Just in general. It's good. It's good that the game came out at the very least. Oh yeah. Like again, it's there's just a whole fucking lot to just dissect and digest. Man, the, the, I can't. The, the, like, there's no excuse you can make for how bad the games came out. Like regardless. Nah. The, 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 there's a moment in the new trailer, and it and it kind of upsets me as a person who has been selling a lot of video games for my time. Uh, where in in the trailer you have Sora, he's running towards the big shadow man, mm-hmm. and he hops to a telephone pole. He starts spinning around it. Then he jumps to a railing, and then he jumps to a different part on the railing. Then he sips to the top of a light pole, and then he sips to a car, and then he like this uh, weird thing. Yeah. thing. There's no way that's gameplay at all. There's no, there's no way, because like you as a player would have to in like have an indicator on where the fuck do I go when I press the button. Um, And there's none of that, and and it 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 worries me. It genuinely worries me that you can then see so many people post this clip. On on Twitter or something, and then just go. Can we talk about this gameplay? What fucking gameplay? Gameplay. There is maybe at best a single button press during this, and that is a very obvious quick time event that happens near the end. And that is like, if this is a quick time event, that's fine. You can have quick time events in your games. There was quick time events to an extent in in Kingdom Hearts two. But oh, yeah. the fa- but the fact that there is a fucking a UI element that shows like oh yeah this is totally legit normal normal gameplay it's so disingenuous. I mean like it's not the most abhorrent thing in the world to me because I'm like because again uh, we, we we are in the we are in the post like E3 era. It's a weird thing to fucking say, but it kind of makes sense. We're like you know. They're not the. They've not been the only ones who have like you know faked what gameplay and like cinematics. Not. Yeah, and they're definitely not going to be the last. And again, it's still a shitty practice, and I wish they wouldn't. I I, uh, I, I do think they had like a disclaimer at the beginning that said something like uh, the things you're about to see are 
can totally be changed by the time. There's the, a su- subject to change, but that is uh, yeah. So, but again, it's like, but it's still like disingenuous to put the fucking like uh, UI there. I agree with you. I'm so, like, uh, bro, that's we, we, not. You're, we're not gonna do that. Are you crazy? We 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 covered that uh, when I was studying marketing. And when they put that there, it is typically for the sake of, hey, we may have beefed up the graphics a little bit. And then, like, once you see the game, the the graphics might not be reflected uh, in the gameplay. Like, everyone remembers the infamous Watch Dogs debacle, where the trailer was like, <laughs> the, like, it looks super fucking cool. And then you play the game and it looks nothing like it. Like that—that oh, yeah. that is what that covers. It does not necessarily cover features. I mean, I think—I—I uh, mean, I, I'm too lazy to look up like the wording. I'm not gonna—I've already spent a month being a, a rules lawyer. I'm—I'm t- I'm not gonna look into the nitty gritty. So I'm just gonna agree with you. Thank you. But I'm like—I'm <laughs> <laughs> too fucking tired right now. Uh, but um, but like, it's like uh, but no, like. I, I, I'm just I'm just surprised they have the balls to like say, oh yeah, it's coming out. I'm like, oh yeah, so in like what, 2023? Tw- sorry, not 2023. 2038? Yeah. 2069? Nice. Uh, uh, nice. <laughs> uh, p- people keep saying like, actually, the the uh, development time on Kingdom Hearts 3 wasn't that long. It was only six years. No. It was six years from when it got announced till it came out. That is very true. But a game is not under development from when it's announced. It is typically worked on almost, sometimes, four years before that. Like, even like even if we have the fucking... We, we give the benefit of the doubt with, uh, with, you know, Final Fantasy XIII because of that cancellation. That broke everything down. You also have to realize there's also other concurrent games coming out at the same time as KH4. And this has to be like, and these, like, granted, they're all mobile games, but that still take, that's still fucking development time. And that yeah. says nothing about, like, the other things Nomura had his, like, hands in the pie for. Like, uh, Stranger Paradise. I didn't even know that fucking game came out, and I don't know how long that shit was going on for. I've got to yeah. remind myself about the anthem. Oh, An- yeah, An- anthem. Remember anthem. <laughs> So Anthem is the exception to the rule where typically a game has been in the oven for four years before they announced it. Because when they showed the first trailer for that game, they did not know what that game was actually going to be about. No one did. (laughs) Why announce it? Investors. Apparently... They uh, the anthem in the story because there's a thing in the game that is called an anthem, which is like a fucking robot speak or something. That was written in after the name because apparently someone on the team just went anthem is a cool name, make a story about it, and the dude had already written the story and was like, what the fuck? <laughs> so he had to scrap that entire thing. Ah. Uh. Game dev is probably hell. I'm yeah. glad I decided not to look into it. G- like, g- Godspeed to anyone who wants to be in the gaming industry, but dear lord, between like, between like, uh, like, um, exec- like, a uh, not executable, uh, man- managerial fuck-ups, to like, bad marketing, to like, all this shit, I would not want to be a developer right now. Yeah. Also, you know, Blizzard, but that's a thing. We take pot shots all the time. 
No. I haven't played um, play new games. I do. <laughs> there's like one thing that the chat brought that I wanted to bring up about the trailer, which makes me fucking laugh. Uh, Bunny mentioned how like th- th- he was surprised that fucking uh, th- th- they made a big deal in this weird part of the fan that like Sora's barefoot in the beginning. So that implies that like the girl who came in to see Sora in that apartment like un like undressed him, took off his shoes, and like you know, basically that thing you see in shows you don't talk about how one person changed from one outfit to another. They just skip the. They just move over that implication. Yeah. And I and I see this, and I'm like, you see in the trailer, his clown shoes are fucking gone. He's yeah. got normal ass fucking kicks, and I'm like, oh no. Hashtag <laughs> not my Sora. <laughs> not my Sora. It's just it was weird because like I always felt like okay, he looks realistic, but why does it look off? And it's weird how, like, one little detail you don't think about gets changed. And every, and it's just, like, wham. I, I, I saw someone post something where it was, like, Nomura has three designs that he just has various different permutations of. And he showed that Sora, like, as he looks now, just looks like uh, a slightly younger version than the protagonist from The Bouncer. Oh, shit, you're right. Like <laughs> he's he's got like three fetishes like ch- like chains, zippers, okay, and belts. belts. Yeah, chains, zippers, and belts. <laughs> to be fair, he made it work with Lulu. She she literally had a fucking skirt made of nothing but belts, and that was the I, hypest fucking shit. Yeah. You know what they said about the guy's big feet? She changed his clothes and decided her longer. He longer had the right to wear big shoes. Oh, uh, the man's was just walking around with. Fa- Speaking of false advertisement. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Like, uh, here, here's like a quick fun fact about the trailer. Literally, a lot of the fucking mobile games surrounding that fucking girl who like grabs, who like you know, unshoed Sh- Sora, and it's. I don't even know how to fucking describe her character. Like, uh, she's like the embodiment of the TV trope for fridging. She only shows up to die and then be a plot point. And then you never see her in the rest of the game. And the next time we see her, it's implied she undressed Sora. Fucking (laughs) I don't know what the fuck. I'm just like, bro. No more did the character designs again give some idea of Stranger Paradise. But he wasn't the one who wrote it. No longer the director of FF Uri 2, so he's focusing on extension more. Well, that's... I don't know how I feel about that, to be honest with you. Because I'm like... We kind of saw it with Star Wars. We're changing directors midway through a trilogy is just... Whole. Yeah. I mean, aside from, aside from like the story being shit from the get-go, but it's like... Whole. Uh, the, 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 like, I, I always... It's, this is gonna sound like I'm kind of taking potshots at people, and it's really not intended to. But I, but every time that you bring up like, oh, Nomura had a hand in Strangers Paradise, and I don't like Strangers of Paradise, and then people are like, actually, he didn't write it or direct it; he only made the character designs. And then you're sat there going, those are arguably some of the worst things. Okay, next to the writing about the game, which, like, I, I, yes, I, I have a bone to pick with Nomura, but. 
the man can do good designs. Like he, he like yes, we, we just finished talking about how much we loved Lulu. Um yeah. he made a monster design in Monster Hunter, the Gormagala. One of the coolest monsters in, in the entire series. Like he he is a great he, he can make some great designs. So that's why it, it just fucking fucks me up that he made the characters from from fucking Strangers of Paradise where two of the uh, five people that you got on your team look like fucking um the uh, like standard NPC store vendors in an open world RPG. I think that I'm gonna not not comment on that because like <laughs> fucking again Final Fantasy One, yeah. yeah. Oh, real quick. So, uh, I'm gonna talk a little bit about Final Fantasy Fourteen. Don't worry, we'll circle back to 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 this. <laughs> but there is so uh, there is an event once you have beaten the expansion called Shadowbringers. Where you go out um, and you uh, you have to do a thing. I'm not gonna explain what it is. And through this adventure, you come across a character known as Gaia, which is this uh, kind of, sort of, maybe a little bit sexy goth girl, but with like really puffy black lips, which makes it look weird. Um, and and you know. Almost everything that 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 you get to play, to play in Final Fantasy fourteen is really well written in some shape or form, and then you 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 come across this character, and you very quickly realize like everything about her is the fucking worst, uh, like oh this story is actually kind of bullshit because like it starts doing things where it takes the narrative. Uh, focus point away from you like normally everything has been experienced through you uh, and then maybe this little cutaway thing to somewhere else to like ooh who was that man in the shadows or something but other than that like you cannot read other people's minds or anything it's all just like how your character observes and interacts with the world and then all of a sudden with this one it starts like going into what Gaia is thinking and all this shit and it it just becomes really weird and it's off-putting. Uh, well, not off-putting, but she's like she's acting like a sundere. But if people didn't know how to make a sundere, and um, and uh, me and my friends we were like, what? Why is she so bad? What? Like, why is like it's really stand out with how bad she is? And then you look it up. Sure enough, written by Nomura. He kind of had like a little guest feature, and I was like, and, and and again, we did not know this, but it was so fucking weird. Like everyone was kind of being like, "Wow, this is kind of ass," which is not common, like very like uh, an exception to the rule here. What what the hell? <laughs> I don't play for. <laughs> Sorry, I was, I was about to say I don't play fourteen, so I don't have any like comments oh, about guy. But I like I'm I'm looking up her design on fucking uh, on Google, and I'm like, oh, that's some really cool art of her. And then I just see this fucking image, and I just fucking <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> awesome. yeah yeah. Oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw that one up. Uh. 
Like, I feel like if she was just meant to be like the fetishy goth girlfriend, that probably would have been okay. that probably would have been better than what you got. Because sometimes you just need you just need goth girl in your life, and I'm like, cool, I can respect that. But at the same time, like, bro, bro, why? Why is Anne Hathaway in the same fucking? She death looks like Anne Hathaway. What the fuck is up with you guys, Google? The fucking image. I've seen two version with the most mine on nothing cares in fourteen, but I've not seen a single straight of love for guy. Get your pod champs ready. Yo, is that the new clack keyboard loss? It sounds clacky as fuck. That was me. No, no, it, it was. Uh, that that was it, uh, and no, it's not. Um, it's not. The, so, uh, I've been investing in a new keyboard because my friend is making custom keyboards now, and um, uh, and so uh, I uh, he made the one that I'm using right now for me, uh, but um, that that was as a gift. And it was and it's real nice, but it's what's called a sixty percent, meaning that it, I don't have any of the function keys or anything like that. Um, so, uh, which I I also don't have a delete button or anything, and I kind of need those when I'm doing designs. So I asked him, "Hey, can you make a a bigger keyboard where I have those buttons?" So I'm getting him to to make uh, one for me, and so I've I've sent you a picture. Um. Of of how my my new buttons are gonna look on it. Oh, yeah, that's fucking slick, though. Right? I I like it. Yeah. Is this your friend? Is this your friend's website? No, 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 no. So like, he he doesn't do it professionally or anything like that. He just does it as like a hobby. Uh, but okay. then what we did was we went out, we bought a keyboard, and then we bought these keys. And then uh, keycaps, as they're called. And then we bought some switches, which is the thing you put under the keycaps. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, like, he's just going to put it all together once we get them. So, the, so the, 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 what I linked you are the keycaps that I bought. Uh, okay. I gotta, like, look pretty fucking fly. Right? Right. How does a keyboard uh, come with? It uh, doesn't come with a video. You can. I'm gonna put it on camera now, but you can see that I have a backspace and enter, but I do not have a delete button. <laughs> huh? You do. What's that light? What's that like light bulb thing for? Uh oh, that's uh. I, I can change the lights on my keyboard. Oh shit. Oh, that's fucking neat. Yeah. Why the fuck is your keyboard backwards? The the image is mirrored. <laughs> no, Lassa, no, Lassa's just training himself to use a backwards keyboard for when he enters the mirror dimension. It's for when I uh, it's for when I move to Japan. They have write everything backwards. <laughs> God bless. Oh. <laughs> uh. Oh, I thought it was just a Danish thing. No, that's A U N O. U N O. Yeah, Fucking Denmark is in Australia. No, 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 no. They're upside down, not backwards. 
This went off the rails. God fucking bless. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, but yeah, Kingdom Cups, Hearts. Yeah. Kingdom Hearts. Um, okay, Re- on, on the real, I am actually excited for Kingdom Hearts 4. Mm-hmm. Not in like the fan kind of way, but more like I I'm genuinely want to see where the fuck he's going to go with this. Because the man spent like fucking a decade and a half like, I don't know how to explain this kind of story writing, but it's like, I guess like con- like either constantly retconning himself or like or like constantly filling in the plot holes by brute force to get to this point. And like, where, where Sora is in the story, it's like the closest thing to a blank slate you're gonna get. So I'm wondering, okay, you have everything set up can you succeed? Can yeah. you make Lhasa like the story? Probably not. But I want to see you try. I uh, uh, so I've been watching that uh, that video like the what is it five hours long or something? Uh, oh yeah, of, of Kingdom Hearts three. So yeah, like it very much feels like Kingdom Hearts three is where you could justifiably end everything. Yes. Uh, so where it, it is going from here, it that that feels like now, like you can do, you can go everywhere. You could maybe even start including uh, Final Fantasy characters in your Kingdom Hearts game again, like <laughs> you did in one and two. I'm just throwing that out there. Please, uh, it's one fucking world is what I'm asking for. <laughs> I am tired of all these fucking Disney ass shits, especially when it comes to things like. Uh, sorry, I just want to rant about this. No, go on. Fucking, okay. I know the original appeal was like, oh, what, you're going to have, like, Disney characters in your video games. This is fucking cool. And, like, yeah, and, like, the original prospect was nice. But I fucking hate the worlds where you're literally just Sora Donald Goofy watching the movie and you have no participation in it. Like, fucking, uh, the, the like, Big Hero 6 and Rapunzel... Like, uh, pretty much a lot of them I have, like, big beef with. Because why the fuck am I here? I don't have to be. Oh, yeah, Frozen. Frozen's, like, the big one I fucking hate. Oh, yeah. Oh. And it's like, like, I, 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 like, oh, Disney mandated us. Then stop working with Disney, please! Because, like, uh, uh, I, I, okay, so I dusted off, like, the beginning of Kingdom Hearts 3 for this, for, for this podcast. And I'm like, you know what? I like what they did with, like, Olympus Coliseum. It didn't feel like, you know, you were on rails watching the movie. It felt like there were, like, characters had some sort of fucking chemistry. Like, it's the bare fucking minimum. But, I, but like, yeah. You know what would be fun now? Now that we've had all these Disney worlds, time to take some Disney characters and put them in Final Fantasy games. Shit, like, I don't want that. <laughs> like, hey, Donald Goofy, time for you to figure out what a fallacy is. Hey, what a f- fucking Elsa from Frozen, you wanna go on a car ride with Noctis? I mean, I do want to point out, in like towards the end of Kingdom Hearts three, Donald canonically can cast Zeta Flare, <laughs> so. <laughs> The fact he's stronger than I think like Chaos Bahamut or some shit 
Because I think there's only like two other people who can cast that spell and they're both summon gods or some shit. And then you have Donald Duck. <laughs> yeah, he kills himself when he uses it. But he can! Yeah, it, it, it's like how, yeah, Dan's uh, in, in Street Fighter can throw, uh, can throw a shitty Hadouken. But he can throw it with one hand, which is something not even fucking Akuma can do. <laughs> you gotta love the crazy fucking bullshit of these implications. Yeah. Also, I think they, like, they, they took away, like, Sora's ability to cast Stop. Just so Mickey can have an excuse to use the world because he's basically. <laughs> basically. Uh, I want. I want. I honestly want more Final Fantasy shit. Like I'm hoping. I am praying that like we can still have our Disney worlds and shit. But I'm like, Sora's in literally another fucking dimension. Can this? Can this please be the Final Fantasy dimension? I don't care if we have to do the thing they've been doing where we ha- we visit Sora's dimension and we visit the Disney dimension, but I'm like, bro, please. Just just one thing. Although my hopes were shattered for like a Disney-less Kingdom Hearts when I found when they were teased in the trailer the foot of like an ATST, so potentially we might have Star Wars in Kingdom Hearts. So that's a thing. And I'm like, I'll be honest, I don't know how I feel about that. Like, I like the idea of, like, Sora with lightsabers, because let's fucking go. But at the same time, just... Uh, that means we probably are going to get more Disney's. Mm. Can we not? Can we not, uh, please? Uh, uh, real quick, just because, like, uh, uh, Ella's in the chat brought up that, Ah, oh, Sora appears in Alexandria to see Queen Garnet ship my pre-order. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, so apparently, I, I, and I missed this, but I kind of like uh, read uh, something that referred to this being a thing. And apparently, there was a data leak from Square uh, a, a little time ago, where one of the things that were in this leak was, oh yeah, they're working on Kingdom Hearts Four, and people were like, oh yeah, this is a, this is one of those they are dubbed Nintendo leaks, which are like, yeah, my dad works at Nintendo and he says that uh, Master Chief is going to be in Smash. You know, shit like that. Hmm. Um, But one of the, uh, but there was one more thing in this data leak. And now that we have gotten a uh, Kingdom Hearts uh, uh, 4 announced, it's proving that this other thing might actually be a thing that is actually being worked on. Which is a Final Fantasy IX remake. Like, like, like Final Fantasy VII? Or are we talking yeah. about like a remap? Um, uh, uh, not sure how I feel. Uh, it's like, that's gonna fuck up the, um, that one, like, Excalibur fucking side quest in Final Fantasy IX. Uh, I don't. I, I I don't know. Uh, <laughs> um, I I don't know if it's actually going to be a a thing. Um, and if it's going to be a thing, I hope uh, that they are going to keep it as just a remake and not. Um, I'm not gonna 
spoil anything, but what they did with Final Fantasy VII, uh, the remake there, uh, I will say, like, I liked Final Fantasy VII remake for the most part. I think, like, th- there were some really cool things in that. The combat was fun. Um, the music was great. There were some awesome scenes. They did a lot for the writing. Um, so, like, I, I, I really enjoyed that. And then there was all of the added stuff that are arguably one of the worst things in video games. Um, so if they can just like do the remake thing for 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 nine, then I'm fucking there. Like honestly, I can't imagine. Like I can't imagine them wanting to do like the Nomura or like the the added extra bullshit because I'm just imagining that just, it just takes a lot of resources. Like mm. they're already having a big tough time, like do it remaking just Final Fantasy Seven. So I'm like, if they're gonna do nine, I'm hoping it's like, yeah, like a minimal aspect where it's just like you know, graphical updates, more like better gameplay, tighten up some things. It's just, like, just the same game but modern. Basically, yeah. 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 So I'm like, hopefully, maybe. I I have no I have no qualms about like the story because like I it's been ages since I've done nine. I've actually I actually bought a copy for my friend who a different friend who moved out of their place, and I and I've been meaning to play it. I just gotta grab the PS2 from my mom's house. Hmm. But um, you know, maybe I'm gonna have high hopes. Uh, what did you want to argue about, by the way, Wench? Uh, it's because so uh, her favorite. Final Fantasy game, maybe favorite game ever, is Final Fantasy IX. And I had not told her uh, about this news. Uh, but I maybe it's the old video game reporter in me, but I hate like reporting on speculations and leaks like this. Huh. Dad and well, I simply haven't had the time. time. Fair. Again, this could all be entirely shit. We don't we don't know what the fuck's gonna go on. Yeah, but I like uh, at this point I feel that if they just straight up want to go down the path of like seven, eight, and nine, and just remake those, I will be all for it. Oh Cause it, man! Because like that. like eight is the one that I have the most experience with, besides ten, and eight is not a good game, <laughs> but. It, like there's some concepts in there and some really like strong uh, uh, set pieces and story beats in there that and if you can give them like that little finesse that they did with with Final Fantasy VII remake like hey we here at, at Avalanche our big mission is do this and that and I'm like really doesn't Cloud know that Cloud know that really. Um, so if like they can like work out the kinks in that way, then like I would I would love to see that. I thought it was a mercenary, so it didn't. Uh, well, uh, no, it's uh, uh, it, I I I just kind of spoke off the cuff. He's not speaking about Avalanche. He's speaking about the world and what uh, what oh, the materia is or right. something like that. And like right, like right, stuff right. that the everyday human knows. And then in Final Fantasy VII Remake, he, uh, Barrett is going off about like, oh yeah, the the, the planet is dying, Cloud, because... 
And uh, and I, I fucking love how they so- uh, solved it because he's giving the exact same explanation to Cloud. And Cloud is looking at, at uh, I think it's uh, Jesse. And she's just like shrugging, like, oh, he gets eccentric sometimes. And, de- and like that, they have solved every issue because now it's not... Barrett explaining this to 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 uh, to Cloud. It is just him going off on a uh, on a on a monologue because he's so passionate, and that really just helped fixing everything. I think that was like one of my favorite things about that game. Okay, so I think if you have like if you enhance the story like that, and like just either like 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 address some lampshades, address some like make things flow better. Mm. I think I think like a remake of Final Fantasy IX would be fucking hype as shit. Yeah, I'm hoping so. I, I don't think like I, I I haven't played a lot of Final Fantasy IX, even though I fucking own the. I think I own two copies of the fucking thing actually. Um, <laughs> but uh, uh, but uh, from what I played, I don't recall there was any big like story thing where I was like, what the fuck. <laughs> Uh, again, like I mentioned multiple times, the only game I've ever fucking played was Final Fantasy 1. And that was running on a fucking emulator on my iPod Touch. <laughs> Stream it. Uh, uh, oh. I only think I have one copy. I have 7, 8, and 9. I'm just looking at my collection over there. Uh, well, that's the only Final Fantasy game I played, Shiza. Oh. I've actually not played Tetris. Just, just, just so the people in chat can see that I'm not completely full of shit. Final Fantasy Nine. I have one uh, normal and one platinum. And you haven't played either. <laughs> I haven't played. I also think that I own uh, two versions of. Um, Final Fantasy X and Kingdom Hearts for some reason <laughs> damn I can see your login details of the reflection JK well that, that would be impressive considering I don't have that up <laughs> <laughs> I, I see it in your past Lawson. It's it's in the reflection of your eyes <sighs> I don't fucking know f- okay D- Apropos that and nothing else. So I've, I mentioned before, I'm a huge fan of, of like CSI and shit like that. Because again, mm-hmm. when I was a kid, I wanted to be a detective. I know, cringy. And so uh, one of my favorite episodes is one where uh, some fucking creep has taken photos of a chick on a boat. And, the, and this dude uh, in, the, in the crime lab has found these pictures but he he cannot find anything that incriminates the dude who took the pictures. But then he's like, hey, hold on. What's that? Zoom in. Zoom. Enhance. 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 <laughs> and they fucking find the dude's reflection in her eyes. And it's like, bull fucking shit. <laughs> <laughs> that is like the same fucking energy of when like Jotaro... In, like, the beginning of the start of Crusaders, he, like, looks at the photograph of Dio, and he sees the fucking Egyptian beetle, and he has a stand sketch it the fuck out. Yeah. <laughs> it's, like, it's 
stand version of Enhance. Which, like, oh. wh- when the fuck was that Star Platinum's ability? I mean, like, he's peak human, so he, he does peak, I mean, like, above peak human, but it's like, oh, I could do everything. That's what sta- That's what Mustang do. It's just like, then I just have the fucking thought, I was like, I- I'm funding my trip to Egypt, so I am opening commissions. <laughs> imagine, oh, imagine get a drawing done by Star Platinum. That would be fucking rad. That that reminds me. Uh, so I, I I don't know if if you've been keeping up or anyone in the chat has been keeping up, but I got a comment uh, yesterday on my two kinds video, where I was like, two kinds then shitty nya nya comic. Two kinds now puts fucking JoJo's Bizarre Adventure to shame. I mean, are you talking about story? It's something. I mean, they, they, I, like it, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. I love it. It's fucking insane. It's not hard to beat. <laughs> I don't know. That's just like that's a hell of a statement to throw out, especially about two kinds. What do you mean? Well, I mean, like again. To, to to have to reread and re-review two kinds is a big investment. And you already gave it a fucking nine in the art, Lassa! Yeah, but you kept saying it was a ten, so you can eat my entire fucking asshole. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I, I guess that that would be a big undertaking to cover that. And considering that I'm already in one of the biggest undertakings uh, of my YouTube career right now with the whole fucking berserk thing, I don't think I'm gonna do the two kinds anytime soon. Which, for those interested, a normal webcomic relief episode is 12 uh, p- full pages of script. I am now up to 26 pages of script for the uh, Berserk video, and I'm not even halfway through the Golden Age. God damn, the music in that, in that anime is a, a fucking shit. That shit was fucking baller. I like, uh, uh, go on. No, like um, I I I always had a chip on my shoulder in the beginning, and when I was wee Babby Cloud, because it, it it's like it's hard to argue that like the golden age is the best part of Berserk, but hmm. it also like just I always felt that discredited like the rest of the fucking story, yeah. Because like every, no one will ever talk about it, and I always get upset about that. And I'm like, it's not that the rest of the story of Berserk is bad, it's just the Golden Age is the fucking Golden Age. Yeah, the Golden Age, yeah, the Golden Age is the Golden Age. You don't need to say anything more than that. Yeah, and it's like, you're not discrediting the rest of the story, it's just... You try topping that! I, so, like, I've, I've been going through it, and um, I, I think, like, I kind of, at one point in my head, encapsulated the perfect summary of, like, why but, uh, uh, the Golden Age is so good. And that is because the Golden Age could actually be a manga on itself, like, mm-hmm. just that. And then uh, <laughs> Berserk is just, we got that. And we got the sequel, and we got the sequel, and the sequel, and the sequel, and the sequel, and the sequel. Like, you got the whole fucking, like, discography of fucking Berserk in Berserk. Like, 
honestly, I think that's like the best way to look at it. It's just everything after the Golden Age was just sequels to that. Yeah. And I, I think I should bring that up because I, I guess that's like a thing I never see in reviews for Berserk. Because they always stop at the Golden Age. Or they always just like, they will fan the, they will like fluff up that fucking dick until the cows come home. But I'm like, I, I want to hear for once about everything after that. Are you going to be able to tackle that? I I hope so. Because <laughs> right, so. the the plan is that this is... So, <laughs> okay, I'm going to get into that a little bit. Uh, uh, the plan is that this is going to be like the definitive fucking Berserk video. Just like I've made like the quote unquote definitive christian documentary where you don't have to watch like 16 different videos or thing um uh, of course can't do it as good as gino samuel but like you know digestible definitive edition uh and i wanted to do that for berserk then Shadow uh, I, I Patch Wolf put out a fucking two-hour video about Berserk, and I'm shitting my entire ass. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, like, his video was more like why you should watch it and not really, like, not what you do. Because, like, people come to you because you have, like, the insight, like, the ins and outs of how to take this, how to study it, and how to apply it. And you talk about like the the like the sheer mechanics of it all, which mm. I think is something that a lot of reviews lack, because they're either like golden age fluffing or they're trying to get people to overlook the whole Costco rape at the end of the day. So that's trying to have that conversation with someone who's never seen Berserk. Yeah, uh, and I have to cover that and explain why it works, and then of course why it doesn't work afterwards. Oh yeah, because there's some things in it that definitely does work. Uh, like, oh yeah, Griffith is only raping Casca to get to guts. Yes. Yes. Because <laughs> because Griffith is a fucking psycho. <laughs> Griffith's a bad person. And <laughs> but then you get the people who say Griffith did nothing wrong. It was just a quickie, and I'm like, y'all. See a therapist or see a bullet. <laughs> awful. Awful. Terrible. Uh, I, I'm excited. Honestly, I'm just really excited to see... I'm willing to watch an eight-hour video documentary from you about Berserk if it comes out to that. Because there's, there's some things that some digestible things just don't get it for me. You know, you know what yeah. I'm trying to say? I think I get you. Um, yeah, it's 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 definitely gonna be non-taking because I was also thinking of like trying to do a little bit different in terms of presentation, um, and that's gonna take a lot of editing work. And if this is indeed going to be a fucking eight-hour <laughs> video, then uh, yeah, uh, chances are you might get a Kingdom Hearts four before you get a video. <laughs> I mean, you know what? That's fine. When you drop it and it comes out and it's like the best fucking shit on the planet, then you'll be thankful you did it. I hope so. And I'm not... Also, and, find, and way, I, also find ways to avoid copyright because that's going to be a big undertaking too. I'm not going to feature anything from the anime. 
Good. I guess manga page, from what I've seen, manga pages, they are much, much more lenient with. Just, uh, don't be afraid to do some editing bullshit to make them a little undetectable to the content ID software. As long as it doesn't become a grown like thing again, because fuck me, that one still hurts. <laughs> I'm, I will never forgive Susan for that. Mm. Flat out. I should make sure my pledge is ready. Mm. Mm. Also, Bunny said uh, in chat, I thought you were doing the DMC5 show and tell. Devil May Cry 5 uh, show and tell is definitely still on the table and is probably going to be the one that I cover after Berserk, but I just realized that what I have to say about Devil May Cry 5 is much more focused around the music and how it implements that in interesting ways. And how it uses the music to kind of show the the growth of Nero and stuff like that. And I realized that that's not like that is a that's an interesting thing. And I have not seen anyone else talk about it, so I would like to to present that for the show and tell. But it's not juicy. It's not as juicy and and squishy like uh, like berserk is and so i was like yeah. I, okay i, I want to sink my teeth into this nice juicy steak and then i can have this nice leftover afterwards mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i think like you know you know what i you know what i'm thinking what are you like thinking? the uh like the the dmc5 music thing you could probably like knock out really quickly as like a short like a really if you keep yourself constrained and only talk about that you can keep that as like a quick show and tell. I, I, I probably, uh, knowing me, I probably can't restrain myself. Plus, I will have <laughs> to go through. Oh no, I will have to go through one of the best action games in the world and record all the footage. Oh, woe <laughs> is me. Oh, woe is you. But it'd be like uh, I'm just saying, like if if you get if you do get burnt out in the middle of the Berserk video, like that would be a good like uh, palate cleanser. Yeah. I'm still, I'm still trying to... Come on No, I'm just saying, you have it in your back pocket. It's a good idea. Yeah. Uh, I'm still trying to work out, like, how I'm going to present the Berserk thing. Because the, 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 the logical, not insane person in my head is going, oh, I'm potted up into segments, because that way you can keep people, like, interested by piece, giving, the, giving it to them piecemeal. But then the insane person in me that has been talking to to viewers about what they wanted is like, okay, they want a big chunky boy. So I guess I'll see you in 2023 once this video is ready. <laughs> I mean, it'd be worth it. Fuck, let's go. Mm. Like, I like I like I I do think like um you you work best in long form con uh, long form content that's very hard for me to say i had to stop myself <laughs> but you did it <laughs> yeah but it's like but so yeah big chunky boy we are all willing to wait for a really good big chunky boy it's um so i do think it's like within the video work is it in sessions but like release it as the big boy the no. big 2022 the, the year without the webcomic release we're here right now. This is going up on the channel in like a couple hours. What are you talking about? Yeah. Yeah. 
And if you want more Rise of Goodness, you can always join the streams and watch me play video games. Yeah. And then you can ask him about the Berserk video then. <laughs> yeah, and then I'm going to be like, it will be out when it's ready. Stop asking me when the video will be done. I was trying to do a link carol. Let's get a webcomic relief episode right now. Hey, Ryza, tell us what you think about some random webcomic. Uh, Oglaf is fun. Go read Oglaf. Isn't that the sex one? That is the sex one. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Actually, there was this... um, There's this anime that's been on my list, and I've just been... And and I keep way too lazy. Uh, It's got, like, the same origin as, like, uh, One Punch Man, where it, like, started off as a webcomic and became an anime. It's called Ranking of Kings. And I don't know anything about it. All I know is, like, the the main character is a a little boy. Oh, yeah, I've seen that. Sign language. So, like, like, I want to read the webcomic first, and then I want to see what the anime is about. Because I'm, like... I saw a scene where, like, little little death boy beat the shit out of a fucking snake with, like, flips and shit. And I'm like, wow. Yeah, I've I've seen some Sakuga of it where he's, like, running along the side of a building and this giant fucking monster is just breaking everything. It's like, well, this looks hype as shit. This fucking little, um, what is his name? The little cartoon. Shin-chan looking motherfucker just running on the side (laughs) of a building. Yeah, and I'm like, okay, well, I, I do think one day on the webcast relief, I'm going to give my thoughts on the webcomic. I just have to read it. By all means. Yeah. When I do, we'll have our own little mini webcast, webcomic relief in the stream. Yeah. Eventually. Imagine that, a webcomic relief episode in the webcast relief. But if you have any suggestions for what webcomics we should read on the webcast relief for the webcomic relief, uh, where can we send those suggestions, Lhasa? Oh my god, I need some fucking... Like, uh, it's a good thing I'm sitting down so people can't see the massive erection I got from that segue. <laughs> you can send those to webcastrelief at gmail.com So if you, dear viewer, wanna uh, send us a webcomic or talk shit about how... Uh, the webcomic relief is all of a sudden going on a small hiatus to cover an anime of a manga of all things. Where can they complain about that to, Cloudy? Oh, of course, my my dear friend. You can always send your complaints to webcastrelief at jmall.com. And I'm usually going to be the one to read them because I, I usually am the one who has the Gmail open at all times. Yes. Any whoozle. We got a couple questions. Uh, first one's from Shane O'Brien. I'm gonna I'm gonna read the newer one and leave the one we skipped last week for another podcast. Okay. But anyway, dear Cloudy and Lassa, here's your weekly questions. Question one: Have you had experience being at a time when Internet Legend or Meme was born? I think Lassa said he was there when the China guy became one, but I could be wrong. <laughs> so were, were you th- were you there? Where were you when X meme dropped? Ah, uh, shit. Okay, uh, I, I I can start out if you need some time to think. Yeah. Okay, so uh, I believe that I have been at two. Um, I was there when China guy um, 
became a thing. Oh. And uh, so, real quick, I was in uh, a, a cat box stream. I was uh, modding because, hey, guess what? I, w- I could actually be friendly with the people from the cat box. I don't hate those people. For those people who think that I do. Um, and uh, while the chat is going, t- t- fucking uh, China guy shows up. And for those of you who don't know, China guy is some weird fucked up dude who uh, insisted that everyone should talk about China. He mm. never brought up a topic about China, just ch- China in general. And uh, he would constantly go off uh, on on these uh, furry artists and be like, ah, fuck you and uh, fuck your furry shit or yada, 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 yada. You should talk <laughs> about China. Uh, uh, like, very rude and very insistent on 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 talking about this. Um, and and then uh, he gets uh, he gets timed out for a spell. And uh, then he comes back a little later and is like, okay, I'm sorry, I've cooled down. I'm fine now. Don't have to talk about China. Actually, I really like the, these uh, furry girls that, uh, that you guys are draw, uh, drawing. And people are like, yeah, okay, yeah, that, that's cool, man. I'm, I'm glad that you mellowed out. And then he starts going, yeah, I've actually beat my dick to, to several of these drawings several times. And it's just like, uh, I oh, remember okay. sitting there and just watching the chat. And and there's a quite there's like a good fifty or so people in this chat, so it's like constantly scrolling. He says that, and the chat just stops, and then it just explodes with "What the fuck?" and people are just laughing the fucking shit off. Um, but yeah, uh, and like he he kind of became a meme after that, and he was like hounding several people on the cat box uh, for a long fucking time. Um, posting videos uh, on his YouTube where he was like, yeah, I'm gonna do my best Triple H impression. And then he comes, and then he, he, <laughs> I remember the video, because uh, Triple H, the wrestler, he has a thing where, like, he goes into the ring, he drinks some water, and then, like, he, he like, flexes his muscles and then blows a, a mist of, of water up in the air. And it's like, oh, yeah, he's so cool. And then, like, he comes in, and he's, like I, I know I'm not, I'm, I'm not the best person to talk about other people's fitness. But he walks in and he's real skinny. He starts flexing. He has some water in his mouth and he's like spits up in the air and the water just bloop, like comes out <laughs> and like washes away his face. He's like, ah, ah. <laughs> it was the fucking best. Um, oh I, I fi- and he fucking. Uh, I don't recall uh, the exact details about it, but he started tracking some of the people from the cat box down to their home address and was like, "Oh my appa- god!" App- apparently, being like so bad that some people had to get like a restraining order or some shit against him, and his parents had to fucking take away his internet or something. I like I don't recall the details, but he, he like when I say this man was fucking like an estranged. Super psycho dude. I'm not even kidding. Um, Yeah. So I was there when he first showed up. That was not fun. Uh, And the other one, and that is a lot less fun, uh, is that I was on uh, 4chan for like the first time and last time in a long fucking time. And I think I'm like trying to find some found footage horror or something. 
and I'm on the horror for a uh, horror board and I come across videos where it's like oh uh, uh, POV uh, shooter thing and I think that like this is found footage stuff so I go in there and there's all these uh, YouTube videos about this one person called Andrew Stairs oh no and I'm like what the fuck is this and people are finding these videos and like, hey, this one just went live. Uh, what the fuck? And like, what what are they talking about? And then the day after, or maybe it's like an hour later or something, I go back there because I was actually interested in this because like, oh, here is a clearly insane person uh, posting videos on YouTube. Uh and then uh, the person had gone to his place of work, or her place of work, I don't recall, uh, and shut the place up. Yeah. Because... Uh, go. I was going to say, like, I think his name is Charlie Stair, and he was like the, uh, he was, he was the going ghost kid, the guy who had a weird Danny Phantom obsession, and like, he had very f- bad at handling a gun. Had fallen in love with a fictitious character. And yeah. suddenly, and suddenly believed that if they killed themselves, they were going to uh, be reincarnated so they could be together with this ghost chick, Randy Stair. Yeah, that's the name. Randy. 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 <laughs> oh, Randy, you rascal! Um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, punk ass bitch, uh, dying hell. Uh, yeah, so that was yeah. f- that was fun. Uh, just being there, going like legit, thinking, "Oh, is this some cool found footage horror?" Because I'm one of the few people who love that. And then finding out, no, it's just horror, real horror. Oh, don't name your kids, Randy. No, that's yeah. Well, you like actual experience with some fucking internet history bullshit. I don't know, like anything near to that but I'm like I can't believe you were there for Randy Stare shit me fucking neither I think I remember I had like a very quick encounter with China guy I'm like I think it was um Skid and Foofy stream cause like they were like th- this was back then when they were down bad and needed money and they asked them to like draw my character in noir and they were like and then I saw China guy in the comments and I'm like I'm gonna ignore that I think that I, I just assumed I just wrote him off as a furry that's what you do in a furry stream. Yeah. You just assume that's par for the course. I'm uh. trying to find, uh, see if I can find them online. Like, I believe they had a Know Your Meme page or some shit. Or uh, an Encyclopedia Dramatica page. I can't really find anything right now. Well, <laughs> we could probably look after the stream. I'm just like, okay. The only, I just wanted to say, the only experience I've ever had with, like, making a meme, it's like, it wasn't even me. I just, uh, just randomly, uh, when I went to visit, uh, went to go to a convention, I met the person that started the, like, a really old, obscure video, but it's just, like, best of you from Foo Fighters, but it's just, the best, the best, the (laughs) best, and I met the person who started that. Oh, the that dude! Who, the dude who made the cut that was just the best, 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 the best. It was literally just that cut. 
And I found, I found the person who, like, started that on 4chan, made the fucking video, and just, like, watched as it all just caught on like an earworm. But that's, like, the only thing I've, I've ever experienced, and it wasn't even fucking me. Uh, Jesus. Danica video is gone last time I checked. Oh, rip. Oh, I wanted to find the one where he spits on us. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well. That was, like, the first question. Question number two. What webcomics you're not looking forward to reviewing in the future that you know will be on an episode? Fuck. Uh, um, I know that uh, people uh, have been asking for it, uh, and it is my one million subscriber milestone, which is assigned mail. Mm-hmm. Um... Just because that it is uh, a, a touchy subject for a lot of people, and even and and so like so the problem is that uh, with a sign mail is that it is according to people in the sphere, not by me. I'm just here. Hi, um, but uh, according to people in the sphere is peddling a lot of of dangerous misinformation and rhetoric uh citing such sources as the author's asshole um and they and they've been constantly doing this apparently they've been going out doing fucking presentations and stuff at schools with this dangerously wrong information that has led to actual harm um and and uh the the creator of the comic is in no uh like shape or form open for any sort of criticism um but it's something that uh, but it is a a popular webcomic it is a very talked about webcomic and it's a webcomic that people have asked me to review for a long time so that's why I put it as my one million, uh, one million subscriber milestone. Because when I, because I don't think I'm ever gonna reach that. And if I do, then fuck it, I've reached one million. I can end on a high note. <laughs> you can end on a high note. Oh shit, dude. Ah. Uh, okay. I don't know if I can answer this question because I'm not the webcomic. <laughs> um. I, I guess I can talk about one that, like, I don't want you to review because I'm afraid of, like, the internet backlash if you do. Mm-hmm. Uh, I forget what it's called, but recently, uh, y- do you know the, do you know the red from, like, a trope talk? Uh, the one who, no. the one who makes all the, those, all those videos, like, defining what tropes are, how to use them in stories. Oh, uh, yeah, I, I know trope talks, but I don't know anyone involved with it. Okay. Supposedly, she recently actually started her own webcomic. Mm. And I am worried, because, like, I haven't read it myself. Like, the, the art's fine, it's nice, and, and I'm sure she definitely sticks to her word when it comes to, like, reviewing and stuff. I am just fearful that if you ever touch that, you'll get, like, you'll get, like, everybody on your ass out of sheer defense. Because, like, she's got, like, I I like to think 
She has a lot of detract. She has many. She has as many detractors on your on her videos as you do. Because like she's like you. She doesn't. She doesn't like pull punches. She will say when say something shit. She will say it's shit, and she will make fun of the detractors in her comments. But I also have a feeling that her fan base is a bit uh defensive. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm like I'm like I'm worried that like if you give it like a really harsh critical look. Then you're just gonna have it's gonna be Tower of God, to Electric Boogaloo. Okay. So, uh, speaking of that, I've always found it fucking hilarious that I have never had to worry about anyone coming to my defenses in the comments. Like, if I am pr- pretty sure that if any like public person or, in, or anything just started going, Ryza is a stupid fucking doo-doo head," I'm pretty sure half of my viewers would go, "Oh yeah." <laughs> yeah, buddies are doo-doo headed. Yeah. We're we are not afraid to sh- we are not afraid to call you out for being dumb. No, but but also at the same time, if if they have no reason to, we will probably kick like stop them. It'll be like that scene part five where it's like it's an enemy and they're all just kicking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And this, is just, this is just me sitting in the back sipping some wine and then I join it later. Yeah. <laughs> just not beating the shit out of me as well. Like, gotta do it. Gotta do it. <laughs> it's basically like that. Yeah. And, okay. uh, you know, and you know what? I wouldn't trade it for the world. <laughs> I, I, hope, I hope that like you either, you either, if you do ever review it, if, if it ever comes to that point, because I think it's only—it's not—it doesn't—it doesn't have too many like ch- uh, pages or chapters out right now. Mm. But it's like, if you do ever review it, that like, I pray that it, that it just that it only brings you good things, brings eyes to your work. Then you just like you know network with other creators, and then shit happens. That's that's all. That's like top ten best scenario. Worst scenario, the comics are gonna the comments are gonna be a fucking minefield. Oh yeah. Uh, I've um uh, like it, because I've had so much time where I've just like reviewed Sonic Two and did the documentary and now Berserk, I'm really getting like a backlog of oh I want to talk about this coming and I want to talk about this coming and I want to talk about this coming, and one of the comics that I showed up was like fucking, it's it's some kind of it was originally a a joint effort to make a Pokemon comic and then one of the creators just decided to fucking uh, like steal all of the work and go on to make their own comic and it's some fucking deranged shit that borders on pedophilia some, most of the time so that's gonna be fun to just rip right open <sighs> okay okay shit yeah, you oh. you come across some fucking bullshit when you're the quote unquote webcomic guy. <laughs> you know, fair, very fucking fair. <laughs> Crazy shit is planned. That's you know. Oh yeah. Yeah, he's got a he's got he's got shit in the tank. Apparently, holy shit. Yeah, you guys are not fucking ready for this shit. It's like it can't be worse than latex blue, and then you look like the the bottom keeps going. Yeah, we'll be in China with China guy by the end of it. 
Bro, fucking latex blue is still like where every part of my brain, like all the neurons in my brain just fucking did that meme where they just all glow up and the galaxy expanded behind me <laughs> once I realized, wait, hold the fuck, this dude was a politician? <laughs> I mean, to be fair, you don't have to work hard to be a libertarian. No, but it was but like, still. <laughs> but still, the dude who made fucking creamy, fetishistic, furry, latex porn is a fucking dude who ran for, uh, well, not ran for office, but <laughs> like, and tried no, he did to, try to. Oh, he, okay, he ran for office. Oh, <laughs> God bless. God yeah. Bless. Okay. Um, okay, so I was going to say, uh, I was, I was going to save this for next week, but you know what? I actually like your other question, Shane, so we're doing those too. And no, he did not win. He failed miserably. Right. So, uh, for this from last week, Shane, dear Cloudy and Lhasa, I have a ton of good questions due to not being able to send them, and as a work placement is eating my time, two questions this week, because you like us. First question, uh, when you talk about the toxic fandoms like Steven Universe, and that's one he has a personal beef with the college of blah 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 what are some other famous toxic fandoms that are still infamous as if they were 12 years ago hmm. uh, I'm going to take over this okay, oh, okay. Uh, first off uh, I forgot this was the last part of the question what are some fandoms that either were still infamous or have grown out of the toxic environment oh. and the example he brings up is Sonic and I like that he brought that up because like he this was fucking poignant because we forgot to bring this up. We forgot to talk about this. Yeah. Fucking Ken Penders. Yeah, you promised you were going to give me a full briefing about that dude. Okay. So, like, uh, this got talked about myriad in the Wild West. So I'm going to, like, bring it up. I'm going to, like, try to condense it as much as possible because, like, this is the end of the podcast. But Ken Penders, he is virtually i i honestly think he is the second most insane person to come out of the sonic like community fandom next to chris chan chris chan for all of him stealing his ideas and like coming up with his weird batshit insane stuff at least chris chan is like he's willing to share them i mean not all the time but like you know what i mean yeah Ken uh, Bender, uh, uh, she is she is. Yeah, she is. <laughs> sorry, just... Sorry, just... Uh, motherfucker, just... Yeah, I know. <laughs> re, that that whole event, re, like, rewired some brains and, like, just made me forget some things. But still, fucking Ken Penders, he he originally only worked for, like, the, the Archie comics, right? Mm. Which is, like, all the Saturday morning cartoon stuff put into comic form to be sold to children. He is... He's like everyone... He's what Namor is to you for everyone else who's vaguely aware of, like, the furry community. Because nothing he does is good. And, like, the one thing you could try to claim good, it's not even his. Or it, everything he touches turns to shit. Like, really fucking bad. He His only uh, contributions to this was, like, he, like, made some weird storylines... With Knuckles the Echidna explaining, like, you know, his tribe or species or whatever. Them having, like, ancient connotations and shit. And, like, expanding on it. Because, like, the, the, the games don't expand on it very much. He just goes, runs off wild with it. 
And because he did that, he thinks he has full ownership, even though he doesn't, of fucking uh, Knuckles the Echidna and anything relating to him. Um, this led to like a very infamous lawsuit where he took uh, Sega and Archie Comics to court about plagiarism. And the only reason he won was because he had a contract with them that Archie Comics and Sega could not find. So there's like allegations that he just went out and stole it so he could win the case. But basically, he's also the reason why the Archie comics had to stop where they did, why they had to be picked up by IDW, why the Sonic Chronicles games, Dark Brotherhood, had to be just taken down because a big plot point of that was like a bunch of knuckle echidna people. We can't have more echidnas other than knuckles anymore. And like eighth, and now because he came up in Twitter, he also fucking is trying to sue Paramount Pictures because of Knuckles the Echidna and like the other Knucklesy tribesmen going on. Uh, you 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 know what you can say about all that? What? Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> oh, that's a good way. That's a good way to put it. <laughs> and, like, again, that's just all the shit you can say on board. That has nothing to do with, like, how horrible of a writer he is. How, like, misogynist... Like, I mean this with no hyperbole. He is, like, weirdly misogynistic. And, and it's really creepy because all the characters he's been misogynistic towards are, like, the all the underage girls. Like, I brought up how he wanted to have a storyline where uh, Bunny Rabbot... What was, was like tricked into having sex with an evil Sonic. And then like while that storyline was going on, even though she was a victim, she was also like framed as like the bad guy in all this. Like she should have known better. Yeah. So you know what why rape and you fuck blaming. the imposter uh, fuck the imposter, idiot. Idiot, wow, you, you're such a slut, but it's okay. We'll forgive you by the end of this. And I'm like, mm. the fuck is wrong with you? And then there's, like, the whole thing where he thinks, like, fathers can do no wrong. So he has, like, uh, he introduces, like, Sally Acorn's dad, who apparently talks to God. And he's, like, gaslighting her about fucking everything, but never explaining everything. And then she, like, there's this whole last chapter where she, like, strips naked and goes into, like, this pool of god jelly. And she's like, sees a cosmos. And then she's, like, brainwashed at the end. And is like, hey, uh, I'm, like, I, this is probably the path that's meant for me. And I'm going to go my own way. And she's naked, hugging her wet brother, who also is a character that Ken Penders made. There's a lot of, it always goes back to, like, weird pedophilia bullshit. I hate it. Uh, 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 help me out It's also here. the reason why Sonic's in because um, like I, I've never been big into Sonic. Um, am I completely off base of say of being a little curious as to why have all of these super serious, somewhat adult story themes in what is essentially blue blue hedgehog run fast? Because. So, the, the reason why it happened was, like, the reason why the comics, like, sprung off to begin with. The, the Sonic Sad AM cartoon. Hmm. Uh, there were, like, at the time, there were, like, only two, again, 
first off, the only reason I know fucking any of this is because I have way too many friends in the Sonic community because I knew a lot of Sonic Spriters, and they just won't shut the fuck up! <laughs> and I just, I'm, I'm just like, yeah, okay, I guess I, I guess I have to know this now. But anyway, there's like two Sonic, there's like two Sonic cartoons that came out at the same time. There's one that is basically what you said, Sonic Blue Man Hedgehog Boy Go Fast! <laughs> and it's just like, ball zany cartoon, as American cartoon as you can fucking get. Like, like Looney Tunes level Sonic the Hedgehog. And then you have the serious, dark, edgy Sonic the Hedgehog. And guess which one was the one that a lot of kids, like, gravitated towards? Wait, was, was that the one where the theme song was like, Sonic, you can really move. Sonic, yeah, attitude. Like, that, that, that <laughs> fucking theme song was fucking fire, though. <laughs> oh, legit. Fucking, oh, that is the fucking reason why, like, that whole we have the adult storylines in Sonic coming out is because that's because that fucking show was they took that shit seriously and that a lot of kids like resonated to that there's a lot like they weren't afraid to be like it started the trend where every time we talk about Sonic parents they always fucking die for some reason <laughs> even in the Sonic movie his one adopted owl lady she's fucking dead <laughs> I mean she might not be but I don't fucking count her out Every if you give Sonic a parent or a guardian, they're probably gonna die or be like lobotomized or turned into a robot and stripped of their free will. Oh, which joy. is a common thing in Sonic. Yeah, Sonic is dark for no fucking reason. I mean, I mean, there's reasons, but I don't give a shit. About any of them. Point is, uh, because the because the Sad AM cartoon went crazy, uh, the comics were allowed to go even fucking crazier. Like, there's just. Like, um, comics are definitely a medium where if you are given the opportunity, you will go hog wild. It's like, uh, how do I put this? Uh, like, Emily and I talked about this, but it's like, when you st you get your stepping stone and your, your foot into the door in some comics, even if you don't want, if you, even if you're, like, forced to take this job for Sonic, you, you work that job so you can work on the story you really want. Mm. This is like people take like taking that step and just ignoring the first part. It's like, okay, I'm going to tell the story I want. And if I have to use Sonic characters to do it, I'll fucking do it. And that was like the mindset for a lot of these people. But so, this is, and but, but so this is a plot for the Punisher. I don't care. <laughs> yeah, but no, it's literally, I, I'm trying to like scrounge up an example. Cause like, I promise you, if you look hard enough, there's like a Sonic Punisher in there. <laughs> Because, like, they, they've, they've done fucking everything, man. They're like, Tails is, like, the chosen one, and then he gets buff. It's cursed as all fucking hell. Uh, but, like, uh, the, the, the thing that makes Ken Pender special is that he's the one who fucking sh pissed in the ball pit. Is the best way I can explain it. <laughs> he ruined it for everybody. Because uh, he wanted... Because he took the he took the idea OC do not steal way too literally. Yeah. Uh, so it, it, now I'm curious. There's that page, and I always figured it was me, of where 
Uh, it goes, now Sonic was truly mad. For the first time ever, Sonic knew, uh, understood the art of war or some shit. That is, like, that is legit? That's not edited. That's just how it is on the page. How, it, the speedy blue hedgehog go fast now understands the, the art of war. Yeah, because I think, like, earlier he, like, saw what it was like when, uh, a family. I think like the page prior to that, he like saw a family being torn apart, almost literally because fucking they got turned into robots and their humanity was stripped. So like you saw a parent pr- trying to protect their child, and then suddenly the parent turns around and tries to kill the child. Oh, amazing! They were forced to. So yeah, the context is pretty dark, but it's also fucking stupid when you take it out of context. When when the blue oh, <laughs> It turns into a murder machine. It turns into He's like, su- Punisher Chew. Punisher Chew. I mean, like, it's like, oh, I finally have to grow up. I have to end this war. This is no longer a game. Sonic X cross cross. Oh, God. Oh, God. That's the one where he fucks like, the dolphin, right? I think so. Awful. <laughs> Fuck. Like, uh, I, I, like, uh, listen, Sonic fans are, they're, uh, they're their fucking own different beast. Like, I, like, I used to put Sonic and Furries into the same spot, because why wouldn't you? But then, like, you look at, you look at the nitty gritty details, they're almost as, just as subdivided as, as Furries themselves. You can't consider them their own fucking thing. So the Hedgehog is Punisher of the Sonic. I mean, in the game, yeah. Where he has control. a fucking gun. <laughs> you know what's funny? We were talking, uh, I was like, this has nothing to do with it, but like, I was talking to my friends about Shadow the Hedgehog, the video game, and we were just laughing about, oh, why the fuck is he cocking that gun? It's an automatic, it's an automatic thing. It's not a shotgun. And I look up, what does an automatic shotgun look like? And it looks exactly like the gun that fucking Shadow the Hedgehog is holding. And I'm like, what? <laughs> what? Oh. See, so in the chat says pump action MP5. No, it doesn't. No, kind of. No, like the shape is definitely right. There's still no reason to fucking pump it. But I think what I ended up having is like, what's uh, like, what's an automatic shotgun? Okay, let's just take that. It's a shotgun. Have, have fucking shadow stroke the, the shaft of the stroke the shaft in the open. After fucking Sonic goddamn dies. I hate it. I love it, I hate it. It's, it's, Sonic is that property where, like, the, the, the fandom is toxic, but everything around it is toxic, but also weirdly magical. Uh, that, that's what I wanted to talk about with Ken Penders and, like, toxic communities. The Sonic fandom's a, it's a fucking beast. It's a beast of his own. So, uh, what's a, what's a, what is a toxic fandom that comes to mind? Uh, hmm, I'm trying to think. Because, uh, they, they are, uh, the FTC is one of them. Mm-hmm. The fighting game community. Uh, but that's kind of part of the whole thing. 
being the, uh, the, the, uh, the there is this video going around where uh, Justin Wong, a professional fighting game player, he's playing Mortal Kombat X against some kid, and uh, he just keeps fucking shooting him with a rocket launcher while just going, "You gotta learn today. You gotta fucking learn today." And just keeps shooting the kid, and the kid just starts fucking crying and screaming and shit. Um, mm. And it's fun. Um, but, but it is toxic as fuck. <laughs> um, but, but, that, but that's kind of like how, how the, the, the FGC is in that you kind of have to earn your spot in it to a certain extent. And, mm-hmm. but then once you have, then it's the most wholesome and nice community ever. But once you are like, when you're outside looking in, it's a bunch of dude bros who always like look like five minutes away from knife fighting each other. Um, you know, just just a constant air of thuggery. Yeah, fuckery. <laughs> um, the other one, and I might get a little bit of flag from from this, is um, not in the same vein, but uh, actually, uh, I would maybe put a little bit of the Kingdom Hearts fandom on this. Not, and they're not necessarily toxic in in like the in the typical way that we 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 associate uh, a toxic fandom with being like they are uh, mean to each other or something. But it's it's kind of toxic in a different way in that I cannot really as of right now think of a community that is less open for criticism for a video game than kingdom hearts because there's always some fucking like like if i go hey i think that the way that they introduced ansem or whatever the fuck like his journals in kingdom hearts one i think that's a terrible story device and it would have been a lot better to tell it through the actual story than have it be an optional like diary entry i have to find for it to make sense of uh, for this giant plot twist to make sense and just like what I would consider fair criticism. And then it's like, oh, you're just a fucking hater and blah, 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 blah. And, uh, and I think that half of that is because like people have these like positive connotations to all these different Disney properties. So like, oh, I don't like feeling like having bad things said about this thing that makes me feel good. But like you can't be critical about it. Like, I'm not saying it's a bad game. I actually enjoy Kingdom Hearts 2 a lot. But I'd be open to criticism. I feel like that's just a fandom thing in general. Yeah. Like, definitely, definitely I know you definitely notice it with um, with, Kingdom Hearts. Just because, like, that one's where the flaws immediately jump out to you. Mm. Um, because, like, I, I I agree. Honestly, I would have preferred if, like, the Ansem reports, like, hinted at things for the next game. Yeah. Instead of, like, you know, not for this one. Because then it'd be like, oh, who are you? Oh, I, oh you, you should know all about me. I was all over the last game. Where? In the fucking reports. Then that would have been fine, like, you know. That would have been really cool, game. actually. Like that would have been uh, like like super cool foreshadowing. Yeah, but like oh, we have sown the like seeds. First, yeah, but then like you put it in the first game, and it's like fucking. 
Oh shit. Like, oh, you, so you're the guy all along. Who the fuck are you? Yeah. Like, that, that, that's yeah. literally what, uh, how, how I was. Like, who? Uh, it's me, Ansem. Who? Like, I looked into <laughs> So I, I looked into this because I was curious about all this. Apparently, apparently, they cut it out because it clashed with, like, some of the Disney story writing. Because uh. the, there was a fucking... Um, Apparently he was supposed to, like, he shows up in Destiny Islands once in this, like, fat man brown cloak. And he's, like, following Sora, talking to him ominously. And, like, he was supposed to have a way bigger presence in the story. They just didn't. And officially, we never got an explanation of why. But, like, there's some speculation it was because it has something to do with Disney. But honestly, I feel like, like, you should have tried fucking harder. Or just not have the twist at all, or like change it to something else, because the way you had it done, as like the journals being a compromise, was really fucking bad. And and see, like it, it, it's did, even did, worse if it's. Okay, go ahead. Like like this right here. This is what I I want, which is the the whole thing of yeah. Yeah, that, that that was an oversight, or uh, it was unfortunate that they got fucked over. Uh, but I still like it, or anything. Like, it's fine if you don't have necessarily have an issue with it. But you cannot pretend that it's not a f- like that the issue doesn't exist. Whether or not you have a problem with it, that's a, a different matter entirely. But but at least be open to the fact that other people might have issues with. it. I had an issue with it because story to me means so much, and and. Uh, there's certain rules and stuff that I personally believe that you should follow when you're telling a story. So for the for those things to come up in easily missable side items that you have to fucking go into a menu and then a sub menu and then a sub menu to find, I find that as poor storytelling. But like, uh, yeah, but no, I agree definitely. And it doesn't mean that the game is bad. Uh, well, I, I think it's bad, but that's for different reasons. Um, but it, it just like so. I don't understand why there's so many people who are so uh, insistent to uh, not go. Yeah, that was a bad thing. I still like the game. Like it. It's, it's not like I want you to fucking curse Nomura's name to the high heavens. Uh, I just want you to acknowledge that. I have a problem with it, and it's a valid problem. I mean, like, on it, at the same time, I do think that's not just a Kingdom Hearts thing. I no. do genuinely believe that's just, like, a fandom thing in general. Because uh, he, here's the take of the century. Uh, fandoms are just religions and vice fucking versa. Yeah. Because you will... Because, like, any normal person who's, like, a fan of a game can just can look at it critically and be like, yeah, this thing sucks. I wish they would have done it better, but I still enjoy it. And that's like, you know, a fair back and forth. But yeah. then you get like the people who fucking identify with the thing they're fans of. Mm-hmm. Like it is, uh, I'm going to use the furries as an example, but it's like, you can't say anything bad about it because you'll be shushed or you'll be, immediately lampshade is like hey uh that person's doing some pedophile bullshit maybe we should kick him in the taint but then you get somebody you know, coming like what the fuck are you talking about for all not all furries are that bad we just gave a bunch of money to charity who are you to say we need help i'm like there's a pedophile right fucking 
Yeah, I'm not saying all of them red, but just, like, just stomp his ass. Because <laughs> he as a person is not deserving of air. Like, is, is that hard of a concept to grasp? Apparently it is. Because it's not enough to be, to single out or look at the context. If somebody is like attached to a, to like a group, they tend to use that as like a shield thing. Because if you're messing with me, you're messing with all these fucking people. Yeah. Uh, bringing up another topical thing that I saw in the Wild West. Uh, Johnny Depp and the lady who's a fucking abuser. Amber Heard, yeah. How she came out as like bisexual during all of the allegations and shit. A Kevin Spacey. That's basically it, like a Kevin Spacey. Yeah, it's basically it's basically the same shit like that where you take some you. It sounds like a fucked up thing to like um like boiling it down to a fandom, but it's the same fucking mentality. You join this group of people and you identify as that group of people. So if you're in trouble, you're expecting that group of people. To also feel like they're taking the hit as well. Mm. And they're willing to defend him. Because it's like, not all of us are like this. What are you talking about? Yeah. But the, it's this weird herd mentality. Which I honestly think is dumb. It's really? Like thing you like. It's like, it's it's not that important. None of this shit is important. But I'm like, what's whatever. It, 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 it'd be like furries, kingdom hearts. Star Wars. Star Wars was another fandom I wanted to bring up as like toxic fandom. Oh yeah, I think they yeah they also tried to get like a what was it? They tried to get the a fucking actress to kill herself because yeah the actress who played Rose who did the dumb thing in one of the movies and like she didn't write the script, my guy. <laughs> That's a thing that I never understood. Like you're mad at her for what her character did in the movie. Just go to the. First off, why aren't you going for the fucking scriptwriter? Why aren't you going for the director? Why are you going for the actress? So I just think like there there are genuinely when you're part of a fandom and you have that like be your soul identifier, you just lose contact with like reality to a certain point. Yeah. If 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 you I if you become so engrossed in a fandom that you like it becomes a core part of your identity, you have none. Liking things does not make you a person, my guy. No. Uh, I, I, like, I, when, when, when you say that the whole thing of, uh, it's not just, um, Kingdom Hearts, that's absolutely true. I think that it only just brings to mind just because we talked about Kingdom Hearts today, because you're absolutely right. It is not just Kingdom Hearts. Uh, it's, it's several different fandoms. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. I, and I know you knew that as well. And I'm just like, I, I also, although I, I do like to say that there's a whole host of problems with Kingdom Hearts. And it's definitely one of those things I can enjoy because it's like, <laughs> hit thing with key. Hit thing with key. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like, but like, I can also enjoy like, it's the dumb shit that I can also enjoy. No. Like, I un- unironically enjoy the fact they had to like, that the the story was so fucked and convoluted that more games were being made just to fill in plot holes of other games, and I'm like, that's dedication. I don't know, like the whole thing's a fucking lot to digest, but I'm impressed. I'm honestly impressed. You cared that much. You gave that much of a shit to actually fill it with other shit. 
But we gotta find out why Mickey Mouse shirtless. Because <laughs> he had to go to Dark World to save Aqua. Also, war crimes were <laughs> happening. The fact that Michael Mouse is a fucking war criminal in the Kingdom Hearts series is amazing. The fu- the funniest thing. The no, actually, scratch that. The best thing that has come <laughs> out of fucking uh, Kingdom Hearts. Is that one throwaway clip of Mickey Mouse going, Did you save the Heart of Darkness? <laughs> like, did you did you did somebody say the door to darkness? Yeah! It's like Oh my god, that is everything that I wanted in life. <laughs> uh my, I think my favorite clip was in the same fucking game. That happens like 20 minutes after that. Where Goof, there's like this fake death scene for Goofy, where Mickey's like, "I'll pay for this." Yeah, and, and he, he takes <laughs> off the robe to get the keyblade and runs off a cliff. He, he does the fucking, he does the fucking anime cloak throw and like does the cool pose shit. I'm like, I love this fucking fever dream I'm having. Let's go. <sighs> it's it's dumb. There are problems up the ass, but I can still enjoy the fuck out of it. And if more people were like that, I think we'd have a nicer world. We would have a functioning society. Healthcare also, for everyone. Uh, also, I saw in the chats like, oh, gee, oh no, the jeezy crazy fandom's going at it again. <laughs> oh, I, I I I love the jeezy crazy. Anyway, the last question is not really a question, but it's basically uh, Shane wants to see Emily Ree on the podcast. And uh, so would I. But, like, she has a job. She has bills to pay. And the hours are not really functional for her. There, there like are a, a lot of people that we have been talking about having on the podcast and some that have even uh, gotten invitations and accepted those, uh, some of which I cannot wait to bring on to the podcast. Uh, but it's just a matter of scheduling because, uh, you know, they have a, uh, I have my time zone, Cloudy has his time zone, whoever we are talking with have their own time zone sometimes. And then to make it all, like, fit is a fucking... It's a struggle. Mm-hmm. Like, we'd be willing to, like, find a time. It's just, like, trying to get us all to line up when we're all available. Is, is yeah. Like, fucking, I, I work from home, and, like, I I hate my job. I'm, I'm trying to find another one, so I don't give a shit if I'm, like, missing time. I have, like, ten projects due today. I don't give a shit. <laughs> It's the D&D conundrum. I want to say that too, and because I'm like, there's six people in our party in like three different time zones we have to worry about. Technically four sometimes because apparently uh, one of them is in Arizona, and Arizona doesn't do daylight savings time, so we have to keep that into an account. What the fuck? Yeah, so we have three, sometimes four time zones to worry about, and that's bullshit. But like, yeah... We still we still make it to the call every every week when possible. That that is honestly rather impressive. I gotta give it up. 
like uh, our DM, our DM, and Spindle the fairy. He's uh, they're in the UK living together in the same house. Uh, my me and BB the druid were on Eastern Standards uh, Coast time. Uh, Foley the, the warlock. She's uh, she's in Arizona. And then we have Shiro, for some reason is everyone's favorite character, because he's dumb samurai boy, uh, is in is in uh, California time, but she's also in Canada. Fucking time. Time is bullshit. It shouldn't Fuck. exist. Fuck time. Fuck time. And they kiff. And they kiff. Switch. Yeah. <laughs> they do. They're like they're like the only thing stopping them from actually being married is that they they want to save up for a real for like a big fancy thing mm. and they don't have the money for it. Mm. Time is a social construct. Fuck the government and it's time bullshit. Time doesn't exist like birds. How can time be real if mirrors isn't real and our eyes aren't real? What if this isn't a simulation? What if it's actually happening? Oh god, ew. Can you imagine <laughs> if this is reality? Ew. <laughs> uh, getting metaphysical in this bullshit. Oh god. I think that that is a... Oh, fucking Bill. I think <laughs> that that's a sign that it's about time to end the podcast. That sounds good to me. <laughs> I have a title name here, Punisher Chew. How do you feel about that? We only talk about Punisher for a little bit. I kind of like the... Oh, fuck, I had a title. I dropped it, but then I lost it. Oh, Teleport and Punisher Chew. We did talk about it, like, towards the end, but it'll keep people guessing for when they're watching. Exactly. All right. You guys take care till next time, and happy Easter. The, oh shit! It's Easter. Yeah, the the GC Crazy fandom are making a big event. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> Bye, everybody. Bye.